It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue. Alongside of me are the world famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande. All three of them missing in action, guys. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure to check out the website, Cannabis Talk 101. For so much information, and make sure you do this. Go to Instagram, Cannabis Talk 101, as we are the number one source for everything cannabis, guys. And Viscous Vapes. The, um, are you recording me, girl? <laughs> She's got a camera in my face like a, a little phone. I love it. Viscous Vapes. Live the ride, guys. Viscous is us. a premium vape brand, guys. And I'll tell you what. I am a super big fan of them, and I'll tell you why. You know... First of all, I had the opportunity to sit back and really enjoy the uh, the company of the uh, the uh, the CEOs and their product and how much they care about their product line. And when you hit like a vape, you know, sometimes some of them have just a lot of cut in them, and it just doesn't feel right. This one is a very smooth. What's up, Tilo? You're saying like, do you say cut? I just think of a wrong it's drug. Cut, but it's cut. You know though. what I mean? It you shouldn't be cutting anything in the urban industry. I'm saying, no. You know what I mean? Let, 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 Stop let chopping your weed. Yes. Yes. We want we want all natural, right? Yeah. So Don't jo- chop your weed, folks. Yeah, so joining <laughs> us on the show today, man, I'm going to just go down the line. Janae Skinny Weed is in the building. How you doing, Janae? I'm just uh, here. I'm alive. I'm thriving and uh, excited about today. Love that. Jessica with Nuggle Help. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hello, hello. And we have our guest of honor right here. We got our guest of honor, Kaden, the original founder of Kushstock, now the Kushstock Experience. How you doing, Kay? Great, great. Thank you for having me. And my man, Mr. Tilo is oh. in the building. Now, real yes, quick, sir. guys, just a little background. Tilo's from a, a former group called The Methods of Mayhems with Tommy Lee. He also was involved with uh, people like the Dog Pound, West Coast Customs, and several more. He's created his own brands and been a very influential person throughout the music industry. Tilo, welcome to the show. But uh, not almost, I also invented the vaporizer. And he invented the vaporizer. Tell us about that. Say what? Tell us about that. So basically what it was is Tommy and I were in uh, Amsterdam and we were having, we were doing our press tours. Yeah. We were staying at the Grand Tulip. It was like the nicest hotel there. And that's when Macy Gray was hot. So we were like bumping this boombox, Macy Gray. People were looking at us like we're weirdos, (laughs) right? So we get down there and we do the the Tonight Shows of, uh, you know, all over Holland. And I didn't know, you know, they have translators. So I yeah. didn't know that you're not supposed to like talk about weed on their national TV, on their national TV thing. Sure. All I could do is talk about weed. I, was like, I can't believe I went in here. And this is like 1998. You know, I went in here and it was like, you just buy weed at the greenhouse, which I became, that's what became really good friends with Arian, which is like the Dutch master. Right. So he's number one. So then me and Arian became really tight. So I go, he's, I go there the next day and he's like, he comes out and he's like, dude, they gave me all this free weed. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, dude, you fucking the biggest, like. You went crazy. Like, no one talks, like, the poor translator. Because first of all, I always say weird words anyways. Yeah. So the translator sometimes just be quiet. They're like, they didn't tell I said. Yeah. And then when they do say, like, weed or whatever, in the, in the, whatever you say it in Holland. So then it became really a thing. So then he sent me around the corner. And the real, the, real, the real person we should all be thinking for the vaporizer is a guy named Eagle Bill. Mm-hmm. Eagle Bill used to run the Hemp yep. and Hash Museum yep. in Amsterdam. And so I go there, and but this is like a big giant globe, right? Huge. Yes. Giant globe. And, have, and so and during your, your $5, like, Museum tour gets lets you get hit the hit the hit the vaporizer. Yeah. You know me, I hit that. Sh- I was like, dude, I never been so high in my life. So yeah. I came back, found one of the dudes from Disneyland that makes all the little glass figurines and shit. Yep. He uh, we worked on it for months, months and months, and finally figured out how to design the vaporizer. 
And then no one knew what a vaporizer was, though. And then, because ours was, you know, remember the heat gun, yeah. the bomb, yeah. the bowls, and the case? That was me. So then no one knew what it was. So then me and Alfie, you know, uh, Raphael, I should yep. say, from Godvate, we got into a black BMW, which was way too nice for us to be driving, where we were going with the black man. So we were going to Texas, <laughs> place like this, because I was being, you know, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sometimes, one time we, we, I, I, we pulled into a gas station, and there was a, what's to say, there was a, was a sheriff's car, but it was like a 1976 Monte Carlo. Or something like that, and it had like just basically spray painted sheriff on it. Yeah, dude's hat, yeah. dude's hat was so dirty on the right hand side where he always grabbed it. I was like, Alfie, get in the back seat, dude. Like, yeah. lay down. You can't even. I gotta get gas right now. We're getting just enough gas to get to the next place. Yeah. So long story short, we go through there, and you know, because no one wanted to buy. It was you know, original you know, wholesale was like two hundred seventy five dollars for this thing, but everyone's like. Going to these, like, you know, Ma Pa little stores. So I had to go in, like, oh, Mr. Mayhem. I had to be the guy. And they yeah. opened up doors and they were like, buy one just because they like, felt sorry for me or they want to be friends or something. Yeah. And then we ended up creating Got Vape, which is like now one of the largest vaporizer companies in the world. You know, it, it, you know what's funny, Tilo, is that a lot of people, you know, that are pioneers in the industry like yourself, because I know your history, right? Yeah. You, you and I go back, I mean, you know, over, over 20 years. Over 20 years. Don't be know. dating us. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, be dating yeah. us. It's all good. I'm man. 21. Real. Yeah, yeah, we were one. We were in, in diapers, you know. But but and, and still been. It's the same song and dance. We were in the in the industry together. We 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 seen each other do things. And yes, I, sir. I, I you know, is it okay to talk about your? Oh, uh, okay, cool. You know, because when 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 you know him and I were working on a project with West Coast Customs, and you know, this is when West Coast Customs was hot. You know, I mean, it was one of the hottest TV shows on with MTV. And, and, and we had also we had the music in division of it. Yeah, so and we were we were doing, West Coast Customs music, which yeah. is crazy. And we were we were producing all the music for it and all that good stuff. And so through that process though you know there was a lot of let's just say you know cannabis wasn't where it is today right 20 oh, years ago time. you know but, but but when you look at it it was like we were still pioneering it we were creating products we were doing things and and so Tilo was one of the first persons that I know that actually brought like you know waxes and and you know uh, diamonds and no one knew what it was no one even you knew know what how it was because I, I just want to get so stoned and I, I got mm -hmm. I, this old hippie show me how to basically make some hash mm -hmm. and then I go to my boy Petrone's house yep, and Petrone really 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 showed me it yeah. it's our fault then, it's our fault and, yeah. but, but they didn't know but they didn't know how to get it to be the, the solid part right and what happened was I was outside and a fly flew into the into the Pyrex prey right yeah so with the fort I'm trying to get this damn fly out there so I'm whipping it and that's when it turned into crumble yep first yeah. crumble yeah. so I'm like I'm like you're like, what is this? Because I remember back then we were extracting. We don't even know what it was. We were extracting onto hashish thinking, oh, they still want the hash. Yeah. We don't even know what this, no, this, yeah. this, this extract is. They want the, they yeah. want the jelly. You know? Yeah. And, so that was well, and then, you know, so so he was bringing around this concentrate. And, I mean, we would we would put it in everything, you know, smoke it, 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 eat it, whatever yep. you could do with it. You know, <laughs> we were trying to figure it out. And it was very enjoyable. It was like, wow, this is like super, super concentrate. And it's really knocking us down. And then, you know, and we were making, I mean, you know, I was making a living out of it. And there's no secret to that. Uh, Tilo was making a living clearly. out of it. And clearly. And then, and then, and, then <laughs> and, and what ends up happening though is, is, um, you know, there was a tragic situation. So basically, I'm going to tell you that. what happened yeah. was I left a, a very prominent superstar house, which everyone knows provides the cush. Yeah. Left this house. I was driving down, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, and one of my boys claims he's a freedom fighter. He's not. He's a pussy. But he was like, he, he had something to wax, he put, and he opened up a beer. Yeah. So I get pulled over. So I'm like, what? So they pulled me over, and I'm like, dude, you know, the whole thing, the cops are cool, but they were like, we don't even know what this is. We've never seen this shit. So they were like, we got to take you in. I'm like, really? They're like, we're going to let you keep your car here, though. You know, we're, 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 cool. we're going to tow it. You know, we pay you a little $500 to get there. The death sergeant's like, nah, this is like, we don't even know what this is. 10 grand. 
So I had to sit in there all night. The girl at that point in time had to pick me up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I had nothing to smoke. So I go home, and, and I'm calling that dude. Basically, I, it was his stuff, by the way. It wasn't even, I had, they smelled the weed from homie, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, But they found his shit on his door. He just threw it in there. And yeah. then after he claimed all this freedom fighting talk, you he know what I mean? He wouldn't even he wouldn't say nothing. Yours. I'm sitting up like, oh, wow, okay, cool. And so then I go to jail. I get out the next day. I'm like, dude, I need to get soap. So first of all, I call a dude a million times. He ain't answering, right? Right. He ain't answering. I go to a store. I jump over his dispensary counter. Go in there and just straight, like, hit dudes, like, is like, because I was like, dude, you need to bail me out, dude. This is your shit. Right. So I go up there and go in this thing, jump over his thing, and I grab his cash register, go in the cash register, grab a bunch of weed, and I was like, you're a bitch. Yeah. And I left with his weed, and I went back to my house trying to blast it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because I need to get high for real. Like, this weed ain't getting me high no more. Yeah. Sure enough, you know what I mean? They're blasting it. And, <laughs> and, and, my house. It blew up. In, in, by the way, Dana Point, which is not sexy to be in Orange County. No. That. No. I just signed to Kanye West with good music. And Roscoe and I. Yeah. And that was just like, eh. So, so, then, so, so you lost your record deal. Right? Yeah, I lost, yeah, of course. Which I remember. Yeah, you know that was a for cold world. Yeah. And, well, and, and at the time, Kanye was just coming out with uh, Through the Wire. Yeah. Which was the hottest record all on, that, on, all on you no, know we were I mean? stoked. So all of us were like, oh my God, it's going down. Because we were all deal. part of that camp. Yeah. And so, and then, and then when I, when I look back though, it wasn't just that it blew up. It actually burnt down the apartment complex, oh, right? Yeah, what? man, it was yeah. fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe not oh, the yeah. whole place, but it burnt down the more. Door than... across the street, the whole shit. Yeah. Like, oh, like I was yeah. back in jail within like five hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? yeah. And, oh my god. Yeah, and they didn't Wait, know. How what did it... you get out while this whole thing's like the building? No one, no one could believe it. Well, no one could believe it. How did you get out though? I'm part alien. No, no. So he was in jail for the first one, right? The first deal. He had just got bailed out because his buddy had some some weed in the car that left it in there, right? Mm -hmm. So he got out, he was pissed off, he went to his spot, his little medi dispensary, whatever, you know, like pretty much taxed him for some weed and was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this, this yeah. is mine for the bail money because you <laughs> left it in my car, didn't right. claim it. He got home and tried to turn it into, uh, you know, wax or crumble. Yeah. And while he's blowing it, the house caught on fire. No, that's what I'm saying. How did he get out of the burning house? No, oh, I was oh. no. That's what I'm saying. I was in. I was actually Got in you. the bar back as far as. And this is a cold blooded thing. I was like, I love Louis Vuitton. You know what I mean? Like, I have the golf bags. I've, yeah. I have snow globes, chopsticks, and I'm weirdo. Yeah. So I actually run back into the house, dude. I'm barefooted with just no shirt on, just a fucking pair of board shorts, and not realizing. Okay, I had like a big, huge bag of weed, right? And I'm like, for sure, the weed's gonna burn up, you know, in this fire, like for sure. Well, I ran the, the house twice. I run the house twice, <laughs> and I get first. Of all, I get my girls. I just bought her this nice bridge bag from Louis Vuitton, so I got that bag first. And she's a school teacher, so I had to go back and get her her messenger bag, Louis Vuitton messenger bag, with her laptop in it. Yeah. So I, I run out with two Louis. That's only two. The only thing they say was that. Oh man. And I had a Snoop Dogg like dog dog pound chain melted in there. Yeah. Or my Rolexes disappeared. I, mean, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. One of those things. But then I go outside, so I get the water hose, right? And I'm like, oh shit, this is bad. You know what I mean? It's fucking background. You know what yeah, I mean? It's dry. So I'm it's trying to like, I'm, I'm like, I, the window's broken. I'm using my water hose. I'm trying to like do anything I can to water it down. My dumb ass, only thing I hit was the big bag of weed. So yeah. they come out with this huge bag. It's an evidence. It was like, yeah. it was ginormous. Like, the biggest brown paper bag you've ever seen. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, the one thing you soaked was <laughs> the bag of yeah, weed. Yeah, And it was horrible. So I go to jail, Orange County, Maine, right? Orange oh County, uh, Theo Lacey. And I'm in there, and all of a sudden, here's the news. They're like, dude, no way, bro, it's you. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> everybody's seen it, man. It was crazy. And, and you know, but back, back yeah. then again, it was, it was super illegal you know no, one knew, no like, one knew what it was it, yeah no one knew what it was and and so so you know when we come back after this break i want to ask you some of the questions like how much time did you do and all that stuff it's cannabis sure. talk 101 we'll be right back after this what's break. the good word all right well, so when, when we come back in i'm gonna go uh 
I'm we'll be right up. back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Yo, what time is it? Dime time! I want you to think higher with Dime Industries and find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Dime Industries has been the leading industry source for clean and potent medicine using state-of-the-art hardware, including premium food-grade stainless steel, glass, ceramic plates, and enhanced battery life. The 1,000 milligram cartridges are amazing. Check them out on the website, dimeindustries.com or dimeindustries on IG, dimeindustries. Man, think higher with dime, guys. Now, Tilo, listen, man, you know, going back to that story because it's super exciting and and people want to hear because, you know, you got in some trouble, some serious trouble for this. Oh, bro, this is the cool thing. So then I sat in jail for like, you know, for a few days and then my attorney comes to me and provided me by a very famous uh, mo- motorcycle group. We won't say their names. But <laughs> <laughs> a, a, very, a very famous one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm saying. And then? Sons of Anarchy. No, I'm saying. No. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I heard so, it. So, so <laughs> basically, yeah, I was in there, and they were like, my attorney was like, it's a Sunday. He's like, dude. No, it's a Saturday. Because this happened like a Friday. And you heard the, he was, he was like, those sirens right there. Right there. Yeah. We got him in the back. Ah. Cue, cue the sound coops. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> uh, and they were like, he was like, dude, do you understand you're on crime bail crime? I'm like, what the hell is a crime bail crime? He's like, you can't bail out. And they get another crime and bail out again. Yes. And crime bail crime. He's like, you, I don't know why the He's judge like, gave you. already on bail. I don't know why he gave you $75,000 bail, but I promise you right now that shit's going to be revoked on Monday. You need to bail out right now. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just pressed. So I was like so bummed yeah, out. Yeah, I would just take it. I was it. like, man, <laughs> I'm not even, I'm just I'm, I'm going I quit. nowhere. I quit. I'm done. I, I quit. Give. Yeah. So they let me, I get out, right? And so then during that time, I started the Boys and Girls Club music program. Sure. I started the uh, Grossman Center, uh, Grossman Burn, Burn Center uh, operation. It's called um, was it Healing Through, Operation Healing Through Music. You know right. what I mean? I did that with them. And I, I helped raise like a quarter million dollars for the fire department. Yeah. So by the time I got Ooh. into court finally, you I was like the, the, the DA was like not the DA but like the, 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 the fire inspector everybody, everybody was like my friends yeah they were like we love this dude yeah, so yeah. I had to do 60 days right and then I was luckily so I was, when I went to jail I had to go to Theo Lacey and I had to, like, they told me like oh at first they were like you know we'll give you like you know the DA was like we'll give him a week and he was like the judge was like I'll give him a month to turn himself in whenever it was that kind of thing that's kind of vibe then yeah so one of my friends that is, is basically Remember, I don't know if you know this, but they were used to give out uh, licenses for people to get guns and things like personal licenses if you donate a certain amount of money to the police part. Yeah. One yeah. of those very, very rich people I know up in L.A. Uh, drove me down because they're basically a sheriff, but they're not a real sheriff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That bullshit. <laughs> so he drives me to the thing there in the Porsche. Fucking do my thing of smoking the last minute. And they make you stand in line to go into jail, which is the weirdest thing ever. You're like, I'm literally standing and waiting <laughs> yeah, to go to jail. To, like I'm a to fucking, turn myself Like in. as a ride or something. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. So then I, I go in there and he's like... His brother happens to be one of the top sheriffs at this time. Yeah. So he goes in there. He's like, look, there's no this dude hit his head in the fucking shower, this and that. Like, just know that. Like, this, right. this thing happening. Yeah. Let and they it. wanted, they would put me, they put me in, because they're saying that basically if you're a celebrity, you have to be in solitary confinement because people will extort you, things yeah. like that. I was like, yeah. I'm not doing it. I have to be in you know, general population. Like, yeah, I'll yeah, wig out. PC and, uh, you I'll can't wig put out. me PC'd up. So then they, you know, so then they put me in and everything. And of course, everything right away, they're like, bro, fucking, you know, and they're tripping. People like, are like, Tilo, what up? And I'm the only person that's able to go hang out with the blacks, the Jews, the, the fucking, the Mexicans, the everybody. I'm you like, could, the only person. Yeah. Like, like, even just white supremacy one time, he's like, he dropped some cigarettes. He's like, Tilo, get that. I'm like, absolutely not. Officer here. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm telling you, dude. I ain't like, what do I look like? I follow all the rules. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. And they never seen this before. They were like, 
Because the cops, that's when rock star party like a rock star. Remember that song? Uh, yeah, yeah. So the cops were singing that when I was going to chow sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was like, we were saying, the people were like, at first they thought I was a narco almost. They're like, why is the cops like, they were pointing over there, you know that like dude? They're like high-fiving me and shit. Like, yeah. I, but I fought all the rules. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was like, I'm not coming back here. Yeah, you're like, I'm a Period. civilian that just happened to get I'm not screwed coming back up. Here. But no one, but see, the thing about it is that now I'm a heavy advocate. I only want to deal with companies that are doing the right things with the right licenses and taking care of their people the proper way. Sure. It is very dangerous what I was doing, but in my defense, <coughs> there, was no, there wasn't anything online to tell you about what the dangers were then. Correct. It wasn't, right. there, was, there was no, like, right now we all there know. There really wasn't any laws. I didn't know that it. it was that flammable, that was that, that volatile of gas. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand it. So it's, it's come so far, but it, it's one of those things, like I told you about this, after that happened, eight years felony probation in Orange County, Yeah. PTSD. Yeah. Have yeah. PTSD from yeah. this day, dude. Eight years play. is a long time. But Kelly Brazo, I love you because she may be a better person. Yeah. I don't lie. You know what I mean? Did, did they make you go through the whole eight years? Because usually... Uh, but, uh, no, no. But my, 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 this was, my sentence was eight years. Right. But they, they were like, basically, my sentence was eight years. And, You're not but a habitual criminal. But, 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 but suspend your sentence for 60 days. Right. Since it was such a high-profile case, they extended my probation every time. Yeah. I'm everything thinking, extended, extended. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So they did it all the way to the end. All the way to the end. All the way and end. you didn't get in trouble once. Uh, well, um, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, they were very, what happened was they could never verify my residence. So I was living in, I was living in like 11,000 square foot house in the Hollywood Hills, like stupid house. Like, yeah. It only had, it was, 11, it was like 11,000 square feet, but it only had two bedrooms. It was made for raging. Yeah. It was like a rage house. Like, yeah. Literally a like, two bedroom it house. It was like gnarly. You remember? Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and we, oh. You remember, are we talking to Shuki? Yeah, Shuki's yeah, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> you know Shuki, Sh- you know Shuki. You guys don't need guys know Shuki. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, house, that was my yeah. house. Shuki, yeah, fucking yeah. Shuki, yeah. Shuki, Shuki, yeah, Shuki, Shuki, yeah, Shuki, Shuki, Shuki Airlines. So it was like Shuki. <laughs> he was yeah. the funniest. He tried it, yeah. Anyways, dude. So, yeah. so they were always trying to verify my residence. So they, I come, I show up one day, and I'm like down there in Beverly Hills, and like, eleven million dollar house, right? Beverly Hills. They are fucking pissed. Cause I said I live in my friend's garage, basically in Laguna Beach. They show up. Oh, no. And they show up in another place. They're like, no, we're done. We're done with this shit. Yeah, they're coming. Warrant for his rest. And said, so, no, not only that. They, when it doesn't come in, she was like, yeah, uh, you're going to jail today or you're going to go live in a sober living home. I'm like, sober living home? So they sent me to Santa <laughs> Ana. Look, Santa Ana. I'm fucking, dude. For weed, though. The, the for worst cannabis, thing. I, I couldn't even believe this, dude. I went from the fucking Beverly Hills home. I had to go live with these real drug addicts. And, then, and they didn't, <laughs> didn't want to let me in there. They were like, no, no, sir, no. Like, what's your drug? I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm in trouble with weed. They're like, oh, dude, come on, bro. Like, yeah. we have people, heroin heads. Like, we have, these beds are important. Yeah. There's like 12 men in this house. There's they didn't want to let you in. They finally let me in, right? And for the first month, I'm like, and then they say, you have to get a job. So I'm like, I gotta get a job. I had to go back and work at Silverstar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah. I work at Silverstar Casting Company, dude, and like, in the warehouse. Like, dude, yeah. I'm like a rock star. Like, what the fuck happened to my life? Yeah. It was so demeaning, but it humbled me. And then they took all my cars away and everything. I couldn't have anything. Dude, I had to take the city bus. Wow, they wouldn't let you drive. Dude, bro. That's right, I remember that. You, right? Yeah, you were having such a hard time. I, dude, I was so happy to find, dude, they were, they were on me. They were yeah. like, any money you got, we wanted to the go to the fucking The Range Rover, big, all that stuff was gone. Oh, dude, remember, remember all my keys? In front of my house, <laughs> I had two Mercedes, a Range Rover, two Range Rovers, yeah. a super rare Range Rover of Callaway, yeah. and all my keys were melted in a big pile. Yeah. So I had every car towed away. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the shit rekeyed. Oh. That was a cold world, dude. You know, you know what's crazy, though, is, is again, Tilo, you know, going through it and, and looking back and saying you know i feel that at that time 
you know, ultimately, I feel like he kind of got lucky with the sense of, you know, they might have broke up like someone like me off for, you know, five years or I might have done the whole eight years. Yeah, you know you what want, I mean? Yeah, because, yeah, you know, it, it, you had to have that ability. You had that status at the time. So yeah. it kind of gave you like, yo, look, this guy is a celebrity. Let's not throw him in. And you had hit records at the time. You know, yeah, you, you guys were billboarding and shit. So, I mean, you're talking about someone that really had that was, you know recognizable on in, in the the world of entertainment and then but here in orange county though there's a lot of times people get broke off i mean you get caught doing that stuff orange you know, county no game they're not a game yeah you do that in la they're like ah kick him out you know what i mean you know it's cool he it's he's not a criminal because in la they're, they're worried about bigger cases but in orange county i always tell people if you're gonna do a crime don't do it in orange county <laughs> you get out of orange county because you're gonna you're gonna suffer you do that in la you could do the same crime in la and the same crime in orange county in orange county you'll do five years in la you'll do let me tell you 30 this. days so Sir. Time served. You know me. I'm like, that literally. weirdo dude. I'm the dude who drives a Maserati and parks it at the parking ride and gets on the city bus. I'm a weirdo like that. Yeah. You know what I always have? I took, yeah. I took the train here today. I know you did. You yeah, know I me. Mean, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you just you just could like that. Like You enjoy it. I actually do. I really enjoy it. It's like it's a weird thing. I don't know what it is. I guess because I was so poor for so long and I didn't have a car until I was 24 years old. Yeah. You know, that was my first car I got when I was 24 when we signed a record deal. Yeah. I had no car. I had a skateboard. Yeah. That was my car, my Corvette. Yeah. Kick yeah. push, man. You know what I mean? I kick push like <laughs> nobody's business. Okay. So, what what now? Man, tell me, so, real quick, I mean, I, there was a huge um, project, and I know Dr. K's going to like this a lot. And, and really, you know, Dr. K, I want you to, to kind of like listen into what, what him and I, what Tilo and I have been talking about because. We're doing this 50 50 too. I want to be equal because we, like, we have it's a on, It's on record, and y'all. We're, we're 100% 50 50. <laughs> that's what it is because sometimes yeah. when 51, I don't like that. We yeah. need fifty one forty nine. That's not. Yeah. That's, well, that's, we, what, that's we, what, all we want to do is help. Yeah, yeah. So. When we did the Coast Talk experience, we did something very similar work, that we're working on. We'll, we'll announce it to the world later. But you know, real, real quick though, Tilo, explain to to our listeners, you know, what you're what you're trying to do now because I think it's so important that they hear um, exactly what we're up to. So, so, so basically, what it is is I, where I live. I live in Westlake Village, but you know, I live in Calabasas, things like that. And there's a lot of horse properties, and it's experiencing the fire. I was. I was here, then I get a call that, hey, you know, basically your house is about to burn down. You know what I mean? So then my boy, Limbo Steve, he just gets me out there. Like, I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. I get this call from a neighbor. So I just fly. I get there as fast as I can. And the street's already closed off. You know what I mean? The neighbor's like, you can't even get in. Limbo Steve goes on the grass, gets me around. I'm able to get in there, get there, get the dog, get the, you know what I mean? Certain couple things and get, the, get, get out. That right. kind of thing. And it was so crazy to see, like, first of all, people are idiots. By the way, if you have to evacuate, and don't stop at the red lights. Don't stop the red lights. They were stopping the red lights. Like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm going to yeah, mod. Yeah, it's stupid. So yeah, you drove right by him. <laughs> I, I did. I fucked my bumper up or anything. I don't even care. But the thing, is that, the thing is that at the end of the day, that was a profound thing for me. And I knew this. To live your dream is, is, is kind of weird. So to me, wanting to be a rock star and all this kind of stuff as a kid. And, and I always did music and rapping. I was breakdancing. Fucking, I'm the, you know, all this shit. You know what I mean? And remember, I grew up in Ohio where... I didn't know I was black. Yeah. They sent me to a white school. I had to get on the bus at 6.30 in the morning to go sit at the bus driver's house while she had breakfast <laughs> before she took me to fucking school. You know what I mean? Because they like, we need this here. We're getting this we're getting over here. You know what I mean? So I was filling a quota. And yeah. <laughs> he said I was quota. <laughs> at that young age. I didn't know I was black until my mom said, get your black ass in your room. I'm like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I still didn't know. And Things like I grew up super, super poor, you know. Yeah. And I came here on the Greyhound bus, you yeah. know that, yeah. with a nut with a bag of uh, cheese, uh, was, uh, cheese puffs, <laughs> yeah. and a jar of paste piccani. Yeah. That was it. Like no money, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the night before I was on acid, and I was, and <laughs> we were in the woods, and behind my house, we're having a big bonfire, right? Yeah. And this bonfire, we're doing this bonfire, and 
and we go down to the gas because you know, it's wet, it's Ohio. You know, we go get some bladder food, man. We go down to the gas station, down in the, down in the marathon. You know, yeah. we go down the marathon. <laughs> we go down the marathon, and the dude, I'm on acid, I'm frying my balls off. And this guy comes, he's like, hey, you fucking pussy. I'm like, what? And I walk in the store, he comes out, and I'm like, oh, I know you guys. He's like, yeah, that's what we said. I'm like, what? It's like, walk away. And I have this shitty Lorsen 380 I bought from the Mexican mafia. It was like the worst <laughs> gun ever. Like, it was a fucking joke. <laughs> it was a joke. So then, dude, dude, like, dude comes, I'm like, hey, fucking, this guy's like, Original muscle bound dude, like I don't even know. People were working out like that back then. Like he, was some, <laughs> he had a special steroid. I don't know what the hell he had. So dude comes through, and he's like, he comes up, like he comes at me all fast. I'm like, click click. And I put the shit right in the fucking face, and I was shaking. I'm like, I'm not. This ain't me. I've been listening way too much fucking the Chronic album. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not built for this. Yeah. So the next night, I swear to God, the next night, so my mom had to be at my nana's house. She's walking the house for whatever. So my friends just dropped me off, and I was just like. And then, then they come and knock, like, my friends come back because I left, whatever it was, they knock on there. I thought I was so scared. I thought it was somebody trying to kill me. I called yeah. the cops. Cops come. <laughs> I was like, I'm too, I got to get out of here. So I took the Greyhound bus next. My mom dropped me off, and that was it. Came out here, and for three days, that's how long it takes, three and a half days to get from Ohio to here in the Greyhound. So, yeah. No, like, don't have back problems, know that. Yeah. So one dude bought me one cheeseburger. That's all I had for the whole time. The guy here, and ended up living homeless, you know, lived homeless, buying dumpsters, whatever it is. I always fucking... Just trying did to make my it. shit. Then end up getting discovered by Christian Soy. Yeah. And this whole skating team, Tony Olive and those guys. And then worked for those guys, Black Flies. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, Phil, but what we talked about through. earlier is uh, I wouldn't change my probation situation. I wouldn't change what I've done whatsoever. Thank God no one was ever hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm able to say that. But it made me such a, a more solid of a man. I've always been like a, a positive person, always yeah. been that person. But when you live your dream, when I get back to this, when, when you live your dream, my dream was a this. It's a mind fuck. You'll become depressed sometimes because most people never get the opportunity or the pleasure to live their dream. And when you don't live your dream, you can still like dream. Yeah. When you live your dream, like what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Yeah. So now my main focus is all I want to do is help. And the help thing is this. I've been, I built this Land Rover as a badass 1996 manual drive, sick Land Rover, talking about <coughs> everything. You know, all, dude, I'm over the top. I look like Mad Max. And I got all the racks and all the fucking shovels and the picks and shit. Like, dude, like gnarly. <laughs> I'm that guy. Matt Black, it's fucking pissed. Snorkels. He said it. it's pissed. Fucking, <laughs> it's upset. So I build this, right? but I live in a neighborhood where there's no, there's no street parking. So you live in a real nice neighborhood. It's guard gated. They only use park <laughs> on the no streets. Street They're yeah. like, nah, we need to shit look nice. So <laughs> if you can't park in your garage driveway, then... So I park it outside, and, and it, it leaks, so I went and put it in my driveway. You know, we have a white driveway, so I was like, I need to pull the shit on the street. Yeah. So I pull on the street, and I always leave out there, and this lady, she's like 80 years old, God bless her heart, she comes out of this park area, and she don't know what happened, but she, she, she basically, not basically, she rolled her car and totaled my truck. What? Wow. And all I cared about was making sure that she was okay. Sure. You know, I went there, and I was like, also, oh, she was totally fine, nothing. Mm-hmm. But... At that point, it was, it was kind of a blowback, but really I built this vehicle, my friend Daniel and I, and it is because of what we want to do. You know, you have the, we just come up with finding the name, but you know they have the helpful Honda people? Yeah. They do a thing. Mm-hmm. We're the helpful hemp people. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we have vehicles that are equipped with uh, search and rescue equipment, and we're also equipped with, um, you know, first aid supplies and, you know, whether it be sandbags, things like that. And what we're going to do is, and also one of the trailers, a couple of the trailers, a couple of the trucks will also have trailers on the back that have a horse trailer with a triage center in front for wild animals. and domestic animals. Mm. And, we're gonna do, and I'm going to employ people that have been, like, there's a guy, like, for me, I think so many people wanted me to be back in the industry for so long. And this is why I'm stepping back in with you, because I trust you so much. And Thank we you. have a history and what you've done, you've done the right. And it's because so many companies want to be sponsored. 
disp- like weed companies and fucking so many different like extraction companies. Like we want you to, but I'm like, I've been so scared. It's like PTSD. Mm-hmm. Even though this is a, a, an industry I helped build, mm-hmm. I'm scared to be in it. So sure. Now yeah, I'm going, I, I've been, I've been, I was scared to come out of the closet for, for many it's, years. It's, 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 it's very difficult. It's crazy. Yeah. And so what I want to do is I'm employ people that like, Hey, this guy did fucking five years in prison for five pounds in Texas. I mean, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's hired. Yeah. You know, and we're also going to we're also gonna get, you know, people that are fret that I've had veterinarian friends that are not able to prescribe cannabis. I mean, back in the days, now they're changing. I want to be, a, we'll always bring a vet with us, a yep. veterinarian with us, with us. And that way we're able to go into situations and all the, lo- all the, the vehicles will have logos that from all the companies that obviously you and I are going to vet and our teams will vet with us. Sure. They have to be conscious companies that are doing the right thing with their employees all the way to the government, to you name it. I'm going to cross all the T's and dot all the I's. Yeah. And as we do this, so even if sandbag. So, so, so one of the things you said to me real quick is when everybody else is leaving the fire. That's us. We're going in. We're going in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that's when I was like, man. That's you know, our thing. When everyone's leaving, we're going in. Yeah. And what has happened is a lot of people still have a bad idea of what the weed is. And I'm going to say, like, is it Janae? Is your name? Yeah. Janae really blew my mind earlier. She just busts off some shit like, I got to go back to school now. You know what I mean? When I was talking to her, she's like, I'm like, she can educate people. She's very educated. So she can educate others. So what we are is, we're this, a mind would be more open when a guy that did five years in prison just help relocate, help locate your animal. Sure. Or help, you know, do whatever it may be or did something like that. They're going to be like, oh, what are you with now? And then all these brands that we have that, are, that we, you and I are going to build together, they're going to be brands that are going to be like, they'll fill, we'll provide them content, we'll do certain things like that, but when we have a, like a sandbag, I mean, we're going to do everything. Obviously, we'll do our random acts of kindness, we're going to do that always, Sure. but we're going to be people that have the equipment to get into places that other people can't, because a lot of these horse, horse, like trucks and stuff, they're like dualies, yeah. and that was my thing, is I need to be able to go with all the equipment, I have all the equipment, like the, 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 the cut the fences to do whatever it is. Yeah, everything. Like some, some of us, like, if they can't get through the rope, we're going to get through the rope. Yeah. The vehicles we have, they're going to get there. Yeah. I promise you that. And, and, and save people and save animals. Save people, animals, all that. And then just be a support team and be the people that are there, even if we just set up a barbecue and we're making turkey and veggie burgers all day. Yeah, you know for, what I mean? For the people that are for stuck For the people down. that work, exactly. We yeah. do that. And what we do this, and we're doing it, and we're not here just trying to shove products on the thing. We're not doing that at all. And I, like I said before, I don't want ourselves to have our own social media, per se. Yeah. Because I think we should provide content for everybody else. Because we're too busy getting shit done. Yeah. So it's like all the brands that we have, they will, we will for sure let make them sure use, we... Let them Let use them do the, it. Let the, them the, be proud. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, hashtag you, the helpful we people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you get up, we link up with like an advanced nutrients company that's already doing like humanity heroes. And we're like, listen... You know, you guys, you, you guys, you guys push this out there after we go out there and save X, Y, and Z people. Exactly. Because that's our mission. Our mission is to save people, not to impress people. And, 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 yeah, and exactly. I think that's, you know, that's that's one of the things that I, you know, when you're like, you know, Blue, we need to circle back and we need to get ourselves back together and really kind of dive into what what I feel. And he started talking to me. And I mean, I think you called me. It was midnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was like, you up? And I'm like. Yeah, what's up? You know what I mean? And I was like laying on the couch and I'm asking, like, what's up? I was up? in my garage taking dad's pace yeah, back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's up, dog? He's up, he's up. I was on the couch surfing, you know, and, and he was like, literally like, you know, he's like, though, this is, dude, I got this ingenious plan. I got the vehicles for it. I've got some, some you know, other people that have vehicles that, that, that customize and build and this and that. And I'm like, okay, get to the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then he's going into those details. I'm like, okay. And then he's like, Dude, so when, 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 you know, when Los Angeles is on fire and everybody's running out, we're going in. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, dude, we'll have trailers. We'll save animals and create this thing. But do it with the cannabis community. 
and having the people from the cannabis community help sponsor a vehicle. Why don't you, you know, give back a vehicle? And you know, I, and I'm exactly. confident. I'm confident when, once we set, when we structure this out that there's going to be companies that do give that. And that's why oh, I said will. Dr. K's going to love this because yeah. this is right up his alley, right? Okay. And this happened to us. I, I don't in the Malibu fires, I guess, because you'd have to say where it was. But we had major, major operations up there. And, and multiple neighbors. And I remember when those fires, it was like a laser beam that went through. It wasn't like a fire and it was like- It was crazy. It, it was, and, and Hazmat was there. And I remember looking and we had- The Malibu fire. We, you know? we had $3 million property I'm looking at and I'm seeing horses run by, I'm seeing animals, I'm seeing people. And, I, and we had our, our, we had I think 300 master cases of butane explode. And we're just sitting there going, wow, like they, you do need something. You do need something There's like 96 that. bottles of Butane in, in a master, master case. We had about 300 just so you know, <laughs> that's what a master case is. Because <laughs> I had one in my house and it grenaded. But, but there's, there's major people that were up there, uh, you know, major companies that were with us up there, other properties, and they wiped us all out. And, they, and people, I seen it, the neighbors' horses were running around. Yeah. People were scared. You know, so it was like, yeah. even, even that, our, even our fire. You know, that's a great give back. You know, something to, to be able to help people when in their, their deepest needs. I think it's it's super important, you know what I mean? So it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. What's the good word? We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back, and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law, and Dr. K, what's going down, man? Well, what's happening is Bud Tender Awards created G4 Live with a vision to be the most ambitious and essential cannabis event ever. This show is designed for people that want to take their business to the next level. Join us in Las Vegas May 11th through the 14th at the all-new Resort World. Snoop Dogg and Travis Barker will be performing live together for the first time. If you don't go, you don't, you don't grow. grow. Oh, man, I'm going to be there. What, Jesus. What? Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Don't go, you don't yeah. grow. Yeah. Snoop Dogg and Travis Barker, though. That's what? gonna be hard, that's man. That's gonna be sick. You know, it, it, I'm gonna hand him the mic. I hope. That's it. Are you guys know Barker? You guys ever met Barker before? Well, I, I got to meet him at the last G4 Life. You know, that's my boy. Because is first he? of all, when, when Methods of Mayhem, we're on MCA, which is Music Cemetery of America, yep. by the way. But when we're on <laughs> MCA, <laughs> that's when they first got Blink. When they had Blink 182, and Travis, is, he's not the original drummer, Blink. No. Right. So they brought him in that. And so I had. If you look at the Get Naked video, you have Lil Kim. George Clinton, yep. Fred Durst, everybody, like huge celebrities, and like, who's Tilo? Like, yeah. at all, they're like, hey, what's a good word? Like, yeah. Yeah. no sense. So me and Barker were the same thing. So Barker, same thing, we had a lot of pressure. We were talking about, when you have, imagine this, when you have like the whole, like the whole record industry, you know what I mean? Everyone fought over us except for Interscope. So the whole, like when I, went, when I showed up at Sony, they had, I, I said I want some hot wings and a PlayStation. They had 200 hot wings and the main person from PlayStation with a PlayStation with every single game, like games that even came out yet. Right? That kind of thing, right? Yeah. What? Like next level stuff. Like you just They're like, come this way. Yeah. Over no. here. It's over here. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny. But things, things that record labels will do yes, they is will. Sony also, they put me up in uh, Trump Towers yep. in New York over at Central Park. Well, it was like a badass. It's like a it was like a kitchen. It was like a bed. It must have been very expensive. It had a telescope. You know what I mean? All that shit. You could be Cooper McCreeperson and look at people and do Creeper something. Creeper. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so I get these business cards. Back in the days, you know, everyone had cell phones. They said business cards. They give you business cards saying like, you know, Tilo Murray, you know, Trump Towers. So if someone get charged, get a hold of you in the city, they do that. 
Well, I thought Donald Trump did it for me as, a, as like a special gift, right? Yeah. So I called dude. And I'm like, hey, I need to talk to Donald Trump. And they're like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I want to thank you for the business card. He's like, okay, cool. You know, his weird ass voice and shit. You know, this whole thing. I was like, cool. So then we're going to Europe the next day. I've never been to Europe. So I go to Europe the next day. So we get to Europe and Tom, we're in, we're in the hotel. He's like, what are you doing, bro? I was like, oh, I had to get another bag. He's like, wait, another bag. I was like, oh. Donald Trump left all these gifts for me in the room. All these gifts, like everything. He's like, hats, sweatshirts, you know, little jars of nuts. And all this He's like, dude, those are the incidentals, you dumbass. Like, yeah. I they, took like $3,000 of the incidentals from the, from the place. And then they then, then get to Europe. So that's like, I'm on a roll right at this point. So I get to Europe. And I'm hanging out with this girl, and she's so hot. She looks just like Lil' Kim, yeah. but her friend looks like Carmen, Carmen Diaz. So I'm like, both of them. And this is like I'm saying it's like a it used to be a men's lodge or whatever in, in England. Now it's like eighteen rooms with like super high end. So the bed was the biggest bed I've ever seen. It was like basketball court big. I don't know what it, it was I don't know what I had. it was so big it was something European I don't know about. Sure. So I was like thinking I'm the man, I got these two girls do my shit, you know what I mean? I'm ordering bottles. I don't understand the exchange rates. I don't understand how much more England <laughs> is everything. The next day I'm like, I had the greatest night ever, right? So then I wake up the next day and I go downstairs. And this is after I took all the thousands of dollars of stuff. So they're not on record label. We're not even signing really. You know, they're already starting to crew charges. And so <laughs> and then, the next day, and then so I go there. I go downstairs, and they're like, oh, this is a crazy bill. Like, $4,000 bill. I'm like, I just start breaking down crying, dude. I'm like, yeah. I'm right now crying. I'm like, I didn't understand what was going on. Like, how, this, how much money was it? Yeah, you're like, why and did I spend all this dough? They had to take care of that again. You know yeah, what I mean? You like, just made them pay for it. Dude, I mean, I, didn't, I, didn't, I was crying so much, they probably felt bad enough. They had... Those, felt, those are the perks of being a superstar. That is. That was <laughs> well, Tilo, this is our favorite part of the show, man. We call it the high five. The high five? What's that? It's five questions we're going to ask you right now, so just bear with me. You got this. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. Question number one of the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from? I was 11 years old, and there was a neighbor boy, and when it was laced with um, cocaine. Nice. Corn dog. I was And mind you, and this is when Jim Baker was big. Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. And we were at the bus stop, and we smoked this. I was so high, dude. I started splashing my face with water, asking for Jim Baker's help. Yeah. I was so high. <laughs> then, it's messed up, though. Then I go, and I had to go to football practice. And I was from the oh. Bears, like a little Bears team, like a dumb little Pop Warner shit. Yeah. High as a kite, dude. Just high. high as Still a kite. High. That's when I first got it. And it was, I still remember, it was Florida Red Hair, it was like Florida Red Hair Cincy. Yes. yes. That's like some old, like, yeah. Cheetah Chong shit. You know what I yeah. mean? But it had cocaine in it. So, it, it just, had, I've, always, just I've, always been, I've always been extreme. I mean, it's a cool. You just world. paranoid on the football field. Like, why are uh, these oh, motherfuckers chasing me? Yeah. I was. I was. <laughs> I swear to God, I was so proud of it. I was like, I can't believe I pulled it off. Yeah. I don't, it's funny that you never hear anyone talk about that ever anymore, too. Like, and I'll bring it up. I'm like, oh, you're talking about a corn dog. And people are like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, that's what people Cocoa used to puff. call yeah. that. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. You know what I like? Cocoa Puffs loves? You know what corn dog loves? <laughs> some, some sauce to dip it in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Oh, dabbing. My hands down. Like, I, don't, I don't even like it really smoking flour. Straight up and, and this is fire, like my man Dubious fucking blessed me right now. So yeah. that's a different deal. So I like that because especially being with someone like him, because it brings back a time of where he helped me. Like, like he, like he's one of the dudes. Like I'm telling you, I, I was broke as fuck. So for me to actually get a fucking cassette tape from somebody, yeah. it was like a serious shit for me. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like, thank was you. Yeah. So I had, I had Dubious. I had fucking 
Remember this with Daz Effects? Mm-hmm. Daz Effects mm-hmm. is the yeah, truth. Da- Daz Effects, yeah. Effects and of course, and of course, you gotta have Tri Call Quest. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always had that. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was like it was just you know what it is, dude. Well, question but, number three of the high five. What is the craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis? The craziest place. Can I say the craziest place I had to throw away some weed? That's fine. Okay, so Paul McCartney. <laughs> so I'm at the I'm at the Music Wars in New York, and. I'm talking to Paul McCartney. And first of all, Paul McCartney, because you know, Pamela and Paul, they do the, you know, the Peter thing together. Everyone's all, Sir Paul, Sir Paul. And, he, and I come up there and like, oh, I want to introduce you to Paul McCartney. I'm like, I'm like what up, dog? Yeah. Everyone looks at me like, what the fuck did you say to Paul McCartney? Yeah, yeah. He's like, what up, dog? Hits me back, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're staying in the same hotel for like three days. I got to hang out with Paul McCartney. It was like that's really amazing. rad. Like, that's day and night, it was rad. And God, so he tells fun. me, he's like, listen, I don't know if you guys know the story about Paul McCartney getting caught with weed. Did you know the story? No. no. Stop it. No. no. Oh, shit. Watch this. So and I'm, saying, I'm in a room. I'm in a room with like, dude. I'm saying everyone like Madonna, fucking Steve, David Bowie, fucking Lenny Kravitz was Lenny Kravitz and Lenny Kravitz. You know what I mean? Like fucking Lenny Kravitz. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the girl. He counts three you know times. I mean? yeah, yeah. He counts three times. He's a cold blooded motherfucker, you know, but. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and he tells me he's like, oh man, he left this show in New York, right? And this is the back in the days of the Beatles. Like this is the Beatles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they there's no customs for the Beatles. There's no. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's like it's, it's unheard of, right? He goes into Japan, right? Customs. He had a quarter pound of some fire weed. Right. Right? So he had a quarter pound of some fire weed. And he uh, basically, you know, dude, like, basically, I mean, he couldn't even believe it. Because they never had to go through anything. It was just like right to the car, out of here. Yeah. He starts to sweat. Like, basically, he, just, he literally started sweating. The poor Japanese man opened up the suitcase and found the weed. Just starts breaking out in tears. He's crying. He's, like, so upset. He has to basically tell him. So they give Paul McCartney seven years in prison. Okay? What? Yeah. Yes. Seven years in prison. Uh, yes, I remember. Seven years this. in prison. So seven years in prison. So he's a beetle, now he's in prison. Tall uh, ass white man with yeah. all these tiny little Japanese people, right? In oh prison. Oh my God. Well, remember, Japan after Hiroshima, um, after that went down, we said to you guys, you guys are done with the army. You're done with your old military. United States, we got your back. You're done with your bullshit, right? right. Our, no- our number one ally in the world is England. At, at that time. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. I don't think anybody likes this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So what happened was he told me, so for the first three and a half days he was there, he thought he had seven years in prison. He was devastated. He told me that, like, they, they, they'd do a thing, like, you know, like, people like do limbo. Yeah. Well, they didn't do limbo. They want to do the high boat with him. So they, he would put his arm up a little bit, and they would try to run. All these little Japanese people would run, like, ah! Try to touch him. Try and touch him. Oh, try my to God. Touch his arm. <laughs> and then, that was the game. That was the game. <laughs> that was the game in there. So then, after the third, three and a half days, right? Three and a half days in there, Queen Ling calls. Queen Ling's like, yo, check this out, homie. Yeah. Yo. Yo, little Japan, check this out, homie. Uh, <laughs> England's getting mad bread right now because of these dudes. So, check this out. The Royal Navy, the Royal Air Force, the Royal Army will be at your fucking doorstep tomorrow unless you release him. And guess what? You're one people that run your shit. It's America, and they already gave us the okay on that. Wow. So... They, yeah, they, queen. They, 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 that's my girl. I love her, right? <laughs> yeah. So she, they broke it down from seven years to seven days. So he did seven days in jail in Japan. Wow. wow. So, he said, so he says, unless you motherfucker know how, like, if you know a high level, I was like, I have none of those connections. <laughs> so yeah. I'm nowhere near a beetle. Like, I'm fucking, <laughs> a, I'm not even like, I'm going to micro Skype them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing. So, so what happened was, when, when, when I, I basically I had this girl comes in, and me and Tommy went there to, because back then, if you were like a beautiful woman, 
But you guys would be like all day long hired there every single day. <laughs> Intelligent people We're too. Because they, they want Japanese men just want to sit with them at dinner. They don't even have sex with them. They just sit with them at dinner and they pay them like thousands of dollars. Right. So then when you see two white dudes come in, the girls are like, oh, what the hell is going on? So mm-hmm. me and Tommy too just goes back to the hotel room. It's all, you know, rad, amazing, whatever. And this girl pulls out some weed. I had a heart attack. I kicked him out. I was like, get out of here. She left the weed there. I was flushing it and yeah. everything. Paul McCartney told me, he's like, don't get caught with weed. And I knew yeah, damn not, well. Not in Japan. <laughs> not in Japan. You're you going to do I mean? seven years. He's going to do seven years in prison. So, so you flushed it. I That's flushed the craziest it. Like, place. I kicked, kicked, I kicked out two very, very hot women yes. and flushed weed. So Yeah. Oh, my God. That's pretty crazy, though. For, from back then, too, I was a country bumpkin. It was hard. <laughs> now I have a straight now. I have a straight. But back then, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> question, that was a lot. Question number four of the High Five on Cannabis Talk 101. What is your go-to munchie after you get high? Your go-to munchie. There's a cold black. You know, you know this? <laughs> I mean, really, it's got like steak. Steak? Steak, yeah. Just a oh, nice steak. Mm-hmm. Medium well. How do you like it done? I, like, I mean, it depends what kind it is. You know, I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to steak. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite steak? I mean, of course, A5 Kobe beef. You know I mean? That's my shit. Yeah. I love that. A5 but I, 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 have, I have my own, like, dry ager system in my house and everything. So you are a snob. Yeah. You're a real snobby. I'm the real deal. Nice. Yeah, and, I have, and I only do on a green, big green egg. I'm like yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck Ooh, guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm that dude. I get down. You know I me. love it. I love it. Question number five of the high five. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or, or alive, alive, who would it be and why? Hmm. I need to think about that for one second. <laughs> Oh, I, you know, I'm gonna give some love. I'm gonna give some love to Betty White because I would oh, love to smoke love with yeah. Betty White. Because <laughs> she obviously, first of all, a beacon of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What are you talking about? And she was sharp as ever, always. And I'd want to smoke with her because I, I mean, I've smoked with some pretty major people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I passed up hanging out at Paisley Park with Prince to smoke weed with Kenny. Kenny fucking uh, Rogers? No, no, Kenny Rogers. Gee. What the fuck is his name? Like, Kenny? Uh, what's the fucking other guy's name? Fucking the goddamn Kenny Willie Nelson. Jesus oh, Christ. Willie oh, Willie Nelson. They're yeah. all country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I passed that shit up. But yeah, Betty My White. Uncle. Because you know, imagine getting Betty White high, even how much more funny she would be. Oh, yeah. She's already like she's yeah. a comic genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I want to give love to Betty White. That would be it. Betty White's a bomb. Yeah, for sure. Tilo, listen, man, we want to thank you for joining the show. Yes, sir. And before we get on out of here. Are you looking for high-quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocketseeds underscore dot seeds. Sorry, one more time there. At rocketseeds. Run it back just from the top. Okay, run it back. Are you looking for high-quality seeds? Head to rocketseeds.com or on IG at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at fair prices. Once again, head to rocketseeds.com. There it is, man. Tilo, before we let you get out of here, man, is there anything else you want to tell us uh, just to, to get the listeners and everything else? Uh, I have no social media. I do any of that shit. I want no one to know where I live or <laughs> what I'm doing in my life, personally. But when it comes to this, the helpful hemp people, support it. Yeah, That's man. What's going on. And, and, and what it is, I, don't, I, I strongly know I don't know much of anything, but I do know that my main passion right now is to help. Yeah. And I want to somehow you know bring a better light into the cannabis situation so if somebody wants to get involved what do they do who do they contact yeah contact blue there it all is. right there it is man contact Fair. cannabis talk 101 that's my partner right there <laughs> yeah you know what oh. I mean? well there it is guys it's cannabis talk 101 and remember this if no one else loves, loves you, you we, we do. do thank you for listening to cannabis talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts